Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to Leader Manager Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another edition. Great to have you with us. If it's your first time, a real warm welcome. If you're one of our regular listeners, again, a warm welcome along. And don't forget to have a look at all the all the back back issues we've got. We surely have something to help you on your own journey. Uh, in leading, managing and coaching in football, sport and life. So what is it I want to just touch on today? Well, the thing I want to touch on today is something we've probably mentioned before and it's absolutely fundamental. And where I'll start this is that, look, we do not have... 100% ultimate control of what happens in our lives. I think that when we are young, impressionable, possibly just starting out in the world, and I'm sure there's some developmental child psychologists who will tell you that as a two-year-old, you actually feel that you are in full control. Probably earlier than that, when you scream and shout, if you have attentive parents you of course get what it is you need and then as we become socialized hopefully between you know the ages of two and four or five as young children we learn that there are rules and there are things that we have to do or be in terms of patience and waiting and not getting everything that we want in life. And obviously, as we get older, maybe for some of us, it takes a long time. For some people, maybe they never even get there. But look, I'm pretty convinced, and it's not rocket science, is it? So don't laugh that we don't always get what we want in life. We certainly don't get it when we want it. We might not get it in the quantity that we want it, and we may never get it. So from that, can we conclude that life does not always give us exactly what it is we demand? And from that that journey, I think it's pretty safe to say that things change. Circumstances change, weather changes everything change. Change is the only constant, as they say. Things wear out. People are born, people die. Things grow old, people grow old. Change, change, change. And I think it's possible that sometimes we don't think that that applies to us or we forget it applies to us or it doesn't seem to apply to us. And this can be a long-term thing or a short-term thing. But, look, we've already touched on the fact that we are social animals. 
we live by social norms. And we are affected greatly and enormously by the environment that we're in. Just keeping it really simple. If you you were going into an interview to try and impress somebody to get a job, you're going to sit down. You're going to put your best gear on. You're gonna you're gonna uh, try and impress. You're going to be extremely well mannered, courteous, attentive, and appropriate. Now, if you were going down to the local bar or the local pub, you were going to meet your mates who you knew very well. You were late and. Uh, something of that nature you may not dress so well you may not be as attentive you may be in a rush and your behavior may well be different and I'm sure we've all fallen foul of that in terms of possibly not being appropriate or things that we meant for one particular culture or part of our life becoming known in another part of our lives, which is obviously the danger of social media and such things as that. But what am I really getting at here? What I'm getting at here and what I want to just touch on and talk about is identity. And I do know that in this time, in the 21st century, in social circles, there are enormous conversations and massive amounts of dialogue and opinion and postings and content about identity, about culture, which spills over into race, spills over into religion, spills over into sexual matters and biology. And I am not an expert. I'm nowhere near qualified enough to discuss such matters. But what I want us to talk about is identity. Now, whether we like it or not, we have a self-image. And that self-image is exactly what it is. In our minds, we have a picture a vision, a set of parameters that we think we are. This is me. And I believe that it is that set of ideas, parameters, words, visions, pictures, sounds that we constantly repeat that is what ultimately transpires into what manifests. So if you have a clear, clean, tidy, structured, rational, decisive thought process, it is highly unlikely, if not impossible, for your life to be chaotic, undisciplined, and messy. Now, there's no guarantees. There are degrees to everything, but I'm sure you get the drift. But it's not always as simple as that. And 
what I want to get at is that in our identity, it is okay to have different aspects. We talk a lot about being obsessed with your definite major purpose, having a focus on what it is you do and not trying to do 25 different things, but getting really good at the thing that you are good at, you want to be good at, aligns with you and is your, your thing. But in life, there is day and night. There is hot and cold. There is work and there is rest. And it's really important that we recognize that in, within our characters, there will be these different things. And it's not something that we can deny. And we should understand these kind of things to become better people and better leaders and better managers and coaches. It can sometimes be as simple as humility. Sometimes you are the student. A couple of weeks ago, I went to a conference. I sat there with my notebook and I listened to some eminent speakers, people with experience, people with more experience than me in certain areas of professional life. And I learned and I was reminded of some things and I put some things together and I was the student. I was in student mode. Two days later, I'm back at work. Somebody comes to me and said, please, will you do an in-service training for these particular people on X, Y, and Z? In that moment, I wasn't the student. I was the teacher or the leader. And what I want to say is it's really important that you, A, understand the vital role that being those different or having those different characteristics is at the appropriate time. If we look at the narcissist, if we look at the despots, the people who've run countries into the ground and in history have murdered millions of people or been responsible for those kind of things, it's highly likely that they were incapable, mostly, of changing their image and stepping into student mode or listening mode. They were incapable. So do not be one of those types of people. You have to be socially adaptable. And when we look at survival of the species, it's not the strongest. It's not the ones that kill everything else and knock everything else over. The ones who survive, the species that last the longest. What is the characteristic that Darwin discovered that is the longevity factor? Adaptability. Fail to adapt is going to see you off. Being able to adapt is going to do masses and masses and masses for the chances of your survival.
Think back to your own life. If you couldn't use a computer, where would you be now? If you couldn't use a mobile phone, where would you be now? If you didn't know how a microwave operates, where would you be now? You have to adapt. It is a necessity and the world is demanding from where I see it that our ability to adapt has to be even faster and greater. Things are changing at such a pace. Never has that need been so great as it is now. There is a time to be confident. There's a time to be that confident leader, that teacher. When you're strong, you talk about your opinions and your findings and your experiences and you lead other people to help them. There is also a time when we are quiet, when we keep our mouths closed, our ears open, and we are fully attentive, when we learn from others. There is a time to be strong and forceful. There is a time to be vulnerable. No one can be a warrior all the time. You will be slain. If you spend your time in total and utter vulnerability, you will also be slain. I think we've talked about balance before. Maybe we're on the same track, coming at it from a different point of view. There's a famous poem, and I can't remember all the lines but it's something like, there's a time to live and a time to die. A time to be happy, a time to cry. And so on, and so on, and so on. Probably extremely true. So in our identity, let us not be too strong about who we are unless we're absolutely certain that we're on the right track. Let us have that ability to, to be aware of social situations and act and be appropriate and understand who we are with, where we are and what is the best approach. This is not a reason not to be strong. It is not a reason or rationalization not to be courageous or to be vulnerable and show your weaker side, if that's the right word to use. It probably isn't. And this spills over into masculine and feminine doesn't it because men and masculinity have certain characteristics on the whole feminine and women have certain characteristics on the whole but there is a lot of crossover however they are not equally distributed and neither should they be and neither should we try and make it like that but you will have characteristics of both sexes in you. And it should be embraced. It's you. It's me. Nobody wants 100% total and utter masculinity to use a box to put those characteristics in. Where taking a low resolution view, somebody's always got their sword in their hand is constantly aggressive, fighting, assertive, and 
in warrior phase. It's destructive. On the other hand, the absolute antithesis of that does not work either. There is a balance. You want a leader to go to whom you can be vulnerable with, but who is also strong enough to show you the way. And that is the type of person that you, your people, people who follow you, those in your organization, those who look up to you, will want you to be. So understanding our identity is vital. And once again, when we look at what's a recurring theme in the analysis of great leaders, is their emotional intelligence, their ability to understand and control their emotions and work out where they are, what's the right thing to do to say and and understand themselves and other people. And this is all part of that. It's not easy. You have to take a breath. You have to stop. You have to analyze. You have to think and feel and know yourself because so much of what we say and do can be and probably is a projection of who we are. And if we do not know who we are, that projection is not going to be as successful as it should be. There are people who can say these kind of things far better than I can. But embrace who you are, embrace your characteristics, understand that you'll be a little bit of this and a little bit of that. A lot of it is what you're given, is in your genetics, your upbringing, your socialization. We can learn, we can adapt, and so we should. And it's never too late. Well, some will argue with me, and we should never give up until the time comes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where I want to leave it today. Leader, manager, coach. Hope you got something out of it. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Oh, don't forget, leave us a review. It so helps. Thank you so much. Catch you later. The Leader Manager Coach Podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.